get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joey Vitale views things a little differently. Just imagine how he looks at hockey. This is The View from Vitale, brought to you by Scott Lee Heating Company, a proud Mitsubishi Electric Elite Contractor. Tanner Hendrickson, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN, and we're happy to go out to the 101 ESPN hotline to be joined by Joey Vitale. He's a blues analyst for 101 ESPN and for Bally Sports Midwest. We always appreciate him joining us on Thursdays. Joe, how you doing today, my friend? Joey, Joey, Joey. Going great. BK, never been, never been better, buddy. Taking on life's challenges one day at a time and, uh, just got to get to lunch. I wake up every day. I say to myself, look myself in the mirror, brush my teeth. I say, you just got to get to lunch. Just yep. get to lunch. Every That's day what I Alex is telling himself right now. Yeah. Joe. Joe, you want to have a life moment with me right now, buddy? Let's do it. So my wife just texted me. She's home with the girls right now. I just This is the text I received. So don't panic, but I flooded the laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly the reason to panic. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, how do you start a text that says, so don't panic, but I flooded the laundry room. Cool. I just got to get to lunch, Joe. I just got to get to lunch. The problem for us is our lunch is a little later than most people, Joe. I don't have lunch. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, see, mine's at, mine's at 1145, so I'm actually moving up 15 minutes. Yeah, that – you know what? Uh, everyone should know where the water shutoff is in their house. I learned this the hard way. Alex, I was doing a game, and it was actually the game three versus Colorado a couple years ago, and – and my wife, uh, we had a tornado kind of blow through Kirkwood and uh, hit, hit a water line. And basically our whole garage was flooding. And I didn't know where our water shut off was at the time. We'd only lived in the house for a year. But we learned the hard way. Yeah, it's important to at least know where the main shutoff valve is in your house in case any any water issues that come up. But that's certainly one, Alex. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep in mind today. I'm going to be praying for you. I hope, I hope that goes well. I appreciate it. Yeah, she even gave me more context after that text and said, I left the sink on and forgot about it, and I closed the door. <laughs> oh, 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 man. So, um, God bless you. It's good. God bless you. It, takes, it takes a lot of – You know, you know, being married – You know how long that takes? <laughs> being married is like going to Disney World for a week. It's just a lot of patience. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of sticky fingers. Yep. It's a lot of headaches. It's yep. a lot of sweat. Yep. It's a lot of aggravation. 
it's a lot of yelling at your children with Mickey ears on top of your head. Yep. It is, uh, it's a lot of humiliation. It's just, that's just marriage. That's marriage is going to Disney world for one week. It really is. Yep. You're not wrong there, but uh, if my wife's listening right now, I still love you, honey, even though the basement <laughs> might have black mold soon. All right, uh, Joe, I want to get into the blues with you here in just a moment, but the big news in in the sports world over the last 24 hours is uh, three of the best football coaches to ever do it with Nick Saban, Bill Belichick, and uh, Pete Carroll are walking away from their current jobs with two of them, Carroll and Saban, both retiring. Joe, you've been around a lot of great coaches in your career. I, I don't know how much specifically you paid attention to the careers of those three, but what was it that set apart the best in your mind? When you think about the best coaches you've ever had, what was it that made them so excellent? I mean, geez, BK, it's a great, it's a great question. Um, you know, first and foremost, I, I can't tell you how much I use Nick Saban's, you know, verbiage and Nick Saban's talks, not only into the youth hockey sports that I coach, but I think just in life in general. I mean, there was one he had, a few months ago, I watched this video of him, and he made, he said, you know, you know, every every athlete has a decision to make, and every human has a decision to make every single day, every single day. And this is part part of the answer to your question about the wisdom these men have. And he said, every day you wake up and you say, do I want to be bad? You know, do I want to be good, or do I want to be excellent? And he said, every day we make many decisions about how we want to do. And a part of that says, he goes, I've, I've noticed the bad, the bad do make the bad decisions. The good make pretty good decisions. And he's like, you know, the excellent, they set themselves apart because they, re- they require of themselves a special level of focus and intensity to everything they do, everything they do. And you know, he went on further to say it really just kind of boils down to discipline. And I, I'm, I'm listening and I'm, I'm reinforcing this to not only my children, but the youth hockey and the people around me. You know, Nick Saban, so wise in his ways, he said, you know, every day a part of these decisions, you ask yourself, you ask yourself these two questions every single day, multiple times, if not hundreds, maybe even thousands of times. You don't even realize you're asking it. But you're asking yourself, is this? It's like, what do I need to do? And am I willing to do it? What do I need to avoid to do? And am I willing to avoid it? I mean, that at the end of the day, he said, those are the two questions you ask yourself with everything, whether you wake up, whether you hit the snooze button, what do you have for breakfast, how fast you drive to work, what do I need to do, and am I willing to do it, right? What do I know I should not do, and am I willing to avoid it? I mean, essentially, that's what discipline is. And he has just this very poetic way of, of speaking about what I think is the essence of what's made him successful, which is discipline. He has been a, a discipline coach, and he has figured out a way to communicate this nature of discipline to all of his athletes and get that complete buy-in. You know, so I'll say that about Nick Saban, and, and I can go on and on about all these coaches that know we're tough on time, but Nick Saban certainly is one that um, is one for the ages. I mean, just not only his success, but how he speaks, his, his, his stoic approach, how he communicates to his athletes, he's certainly gone a long way. And to answer your other question about what have I learned from coaches, you know, BK, you've learned from the great. You don't necessarily need to be underneath Nick Saban to take away what Nick Saban did. You don't need to play for Bill Belichick because the wisdom and the knowledge is out there. I mean, it's free, you know, but what I will say too, to add upon that is it's not only what you learn from the greats. I've learned probably more about what coaching is and isn't from the bad. Hmm. Like I, I truly, like I had a coach in Pittsburgh who, you know, I'm not going to mention his name, but the way he carried himself, the way he, you know, Blues fans, they hate Mike Keenan, right? There's a lot of Blues fans that just have their opinions about Mike Keenan. A lot of players have their opinions about Mike Keenan. 
And I think if you really were to ask yourself, some of these players that played underneath them, they probably learned more about leadership from Mike Keenan in an indirect way than, than a really good leader. And, and certainly for me, there was a coach in Pittsburgh that I learned so deeply how to not treat people and so deeply how to not approach people and motivate people. I learned it through the hard way, and I learned it through the suffering of having bad coaches that you tell yourself that I never, ever, if I'm ever in a coaching position or a leader position, leadership position, I never, ever, ever want to make someone feel the way that guy made me feel. And I think that that certainly in an indirect way is what we – in the essence, learn a lot about leadership and coaching is we probably learn a lot about how to do it the wrong way. And we probably learn more about it at times than that. So I would say that I've had some good, I've had some really bad. And I think that the silver lining for the bad, for all the people out there listening, who have had bad, whether it be parents or coaches or teachers. I think when you really boil it down one day, it'll hit you that you actually learn a ton more, maybe from the bad ones about how to not treat people and handle things than maybe from the good ones. So, so Joe, speaking of that, he's definitely not a bad one, but it seems like the Blues are learning an awful lot since Drew Bannister has taken over with this team. And specifically, you know, you talked about discipline and patience. It seems that Drew Bannister has kind of hit that point with the power play to where, you know, you were trying to be patient with it, let it see if it, it panned itself out. But now we've gotten to the point that he's making significant changes. What have you made of those changes? Well, you know, I think that for Drew, you know, uh, where he's been successful as a coach to this point, Alex, is, from what I've gathered, talking to him, you know, a few short conversations here, you know, he does something that no other coach does that I've never seen before. He walks into a media scrum. I'm sure Grant maybe has picked up on this and, and Alex when you're there as well and, and BK, but he walk, he comes in and he welcomes everyone. He says, good morning. Yeah. And at the end of it, he says, thank you guys. And he always says, thank you. I mean, it's a small thing. It's a small gesture, but to me that, that says a lot about the character of this coach. And I think that that's the way he carries himself in the locker room, I think that that is what's in the secret sauce of what a good coach is. You're, you're, you're one man, and you're trying to get 23-year-old millionaires to buy into something and do it. <laughs> These players that you're trying to coach, they make more than you. They will make more than you. They're more prestigious than you. The more attention is on them, right? And you're trying to get them to do something. I can't get my wife to unload the dishwasher and my wife can't get me to, to, to scrub my bread pans when I'm done making my bread. I mean, <laughs> and, and we're, and we're married. Like it's, it's challenging to get kids who are making $8 million a year to do something. Right. So how do you do it? The only way and the best way in what Drew has done very well, I think up to this point is you have to present yourself in a way that these players want to run through a wall for you. And in order to do that, you have to be an upstanding citizen. You have to have integrity. You have to have honesty. You have to earn their trust. And you earn their trust by your actions, uh, by your words, by how you talk to them when things are bad, by how you continue to encourage them when things are bad, uh, and how you, you showcase them when things are really good. I mean, there's tons of things that they do, but essentially at the end of the day, you have to show these players that you care for them. And, and it's all relationship-bound. That's the one thing that Ryan O'Reilly was huge about. It's one of the things that turned this whole culture around when number 90 came to town. He was so big on the relationships and the quality of relationships. We have to learn to not only get along, but we have to respect each other and treat people respectfully. Because when you create that type of culture, then you look around and you're like, I would go through a wall for that guy. I'd go through a wall for that coach. And you have to be able to go through a wall for your teammate. And that's what creates great teams. 
and, and it's kind of tailored off the, what great coaches teach. And what I believe Drew Bannister is doing a heck of a job in his very short stint already. Is he's establishing that. I think you're starting to see that throughout the lineup. Man, good thing I wasn't at practice today when he opened up and said, how's everybody doing? Because he would have opened up an entire floodgate. <laughs> well, well, coach, like I got, I got some. My wife, you know, that would have been great. Well, Drew, how do you think I should handle this one? Yeah, exactly. That's like the... Uh, that's like when I would leave the house, Alex, and I'd say, hey, mom, head to the grocery store. You need anything? I'm just being nice. I'm yeah. just trying to say, hey, I'm a good person without trying to do anything. Don't you get that? Like, yeah. Like, I, oh, as a matter of fact, yeah, I need, uh, we need a uh, basement. I need flour for that. I need, I'm like, oh, my God, I should not have asked. Yeah, mom, I, I was just trying to be nice. I'm not getting anything. You get milk ah. and that's it. That's it. 2% milk and nothing more. Hey, Joe. Come, pres- low. <laughs> Come on. I want it. And pick up your skateboard. <laughs> Joe, enjoy the game tonight, man. Appreciate the time as always, my friend. Really good insight on coaching, by the way. That was really yeah, great definitely. stuff. Yeah, appreciate you boys as always. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Get to lunch, Alex. Get to lunch, BK. And Tanner, you guys do the best you can. And, and just take it one meal at a time.